This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wednesday, Lori and Julia show, hot day edition of the um, show here on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. And I will say, Lana Del Rey definitely bears a resemblance yes, she does. to uh, to uh, Priscilla Presley. But we want acting. You want a proven actor. will go yeah. with. He hasn't had. You know, he needs a winner. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. We want actresses. Well, but I'm, speaking of winners, I think this farewell, you guys, we got to see this movie with what, Aquafina. What oh, the Aquafina movie. Yeah. Oh, the one about... Yes, she was on the Today Show. And, well, tell everyone what it's about. Well, it is about this... Uh, uh, Matriarch. Ma- go- yeah, the family goes back to China. They're Chinese-American they yep. immigrants, and they go back to China to have a party. They're not telling grandmother that she's dying. And so people are going back under the pretense of having this party for her because they don't want to tell her the bad news with her. Right. You know, right. I, th- I think I read that this is not unusual in China. They, that, they do this. Yeah. That you don't tell they people. They don't tell the elderly and they come up with a pretense for why everybody's getting together. I like it. I think. I thought I read that. that yeah. Would you, I mean, think of that. If if you go to the doctor and the doctor's got, says it, but they only tell the kids, they don't tell the elderly person. Maybe maybe there's a language thing at the hospital where you know they bring them if it's like you live out in the country and you speak you go, a different Chinese. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know how you keep it from the person. I don't either. It. But anyway, Aquafina was on the Today Show. She was on Colbert last night. But on the Today Show, she brought her grandma with her. Her her grandma has raised her because Aquafina was four when her mom died. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, sweet. I know. So she, uh, Grandma Fina, and she was just <laughs> off camera and real, real cute. Grandma Fina? Gra- yeah, Grandma Fina. That's what they call her. And uh, anyway, so that is, it goes into wide release uh, this Friday. My brother saw that movie Midsummer yesterday. And yeah. the scary ex- one. Yeah, he was all excited because they showed a trailer for the farewell at that theater. So if they show it at the theater, sure. you know it's coming because he wasn't sure. For Please it. tell me about, about Midsummer because Chris Hewitt saw it and he said, "If you like to be disturbed, <clears throat> this is what he said to me, Julia." Okay. And uh, he reminded me of there are two movies in my life that I hate beyond belief. Like I, I absolutely recoil. Okay, They're, what was the first one? A Clockwork Orange. Oh, hey, did that movie more than anything. And the second one is Requiem for a Dream. Oh, yeah. With Jared Leto and... 
Yeah, I never Ellen saw Bernstein. Yeah. Yeah, Ellen Burst, Burst, yeah. I felt I was in a heroin hellish <laughs> dream. I hated every moment. I was at the Lagoon Theater. You had to go see it. I yeah, remember. I, I did. Okay, so here's what my brother said. Um, Considering that Midsummer has many mushroom trips, no member, no wonder the movie felt like one. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. It was wildly <laughs> original and imaginative. Yeah. Imaginative, also wildly disturbing. Same what Chris Hewitt said. I loved it a lot. I don't think that you would like it at all. Now, that's interesting because he said this movie isn't for everybody. No, he, he, he told- said it's a slow moving fever dream. Um, and he just said, I really enjoyed it, but he reminded me of Requiem for a dream and how much I hated that movie. And then 2001 space odyssey. That would be my trifecta trifecta. of movies I couldn't stand. You saw another one was, um, I thought you saw Sandra Bullock in gravity. Uh, but you didn't like that one either. Yeah, I did not like no, that movie. That but I so didn't. Visceral. It wasn't so visceral. Yeah. Like, like you yeah. hated it. A Clockwork Orange. I just wanted to vomit Howie after that, that movie. movie. I know. I mean, f- f- film people, people like it. it. People who know their movie stuff. Yeah, I, didn't it, like I found it, at all. it to be too disturbing. Like Rec Room. So I'm not going to see Midsummer. I'm going to see Ma. <laughs> the Octavia Spencer. That's more my mm-hmm. alley for movies. Oh, well, that's kind of scary. I don't want to see well, she likes scary. I don't want to feel like I'm on a mushroom, mushroom trip. trip. <laughs> or, or Feel that out of control. Yeah, I don't. I really don't. I'd rather do the mushrooms, damn it. Uh, that was fast. There's already a porn parody for The Lion King. <coughs> and it involves furries. Tell me you're kidding me. No, I'm not. I Why thought is, that, I literally thought that was, Is mm-hmm. did I get that story too? No. Oh. That was fast. Oh. There's already oh, because porn I thought it was King. all the the Lion King merchandise that's out again. No, no. You can look at it, you know, the, the not safe for work uh, one, but it's the fine folks at Wood Rocket, <laughs> a porn production house that uh, has cornered the market on hypersexual zeitgeist aping parodies of every pop culture touchstone. The Lego movie, Jurassic Wood... <laughs> Swollen Ding Dong. Do not tell us these. Swollen Ding Dong? What is that? A it's, from, it's from the song I Want to Be Your Shamalama Ding Dong. <laughs> well, does the Lion King have a name? Yeah, yeah. Can no, you say it on the radio? Don't. I won't say it, but oh, I'll okay. just say you're, it involves furries. Yeah, but oh. you're, you're telling people to go watch for porn. No, I'm not. I'm just saying there's already porn oh. parody. I'm just letting people know how fast that came. The no. movie isn't even no bad. It's just a choice of word. No bad. <laughs> <laughs> oops. I, oops, I said it again. Yeah. Full moon, Mercury retrograde. Okay. Grounding in reality is not happening, happening around here. I will tell you the name if I can, if it is um, appropriate. The 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 trailer claims to be safe for work, but it only means that the nudity is censored. And, um, oh, my God, the song, Can You Fill My Blink Tonight? And, and um, just <laughs> Madagascar. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, enough. The, the, the circle jerk of life. Yes, I mean, Johnny. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, I mean, that's The funny. day that you would start participating in this panel. I'm, I'm appalled. Holly thought it. Did you think I was funny, it Holly? Was it was funny. funny. It's yeah, funny. Well, speaking of all that, the Hustlers trailer was Danny posted. Oh, yeah, this looks good. This looks like Working Girl meets the Wolf of Wall Street. I hope it's going to be that good. This is Jennifer 
Jennifer Lopez. It's a pole dancing financial scheming badass Bannon's uh, preview. It's based on this gal who wrote an article for New York Magazine called yep. "The Hustlers at Scores" that basically robbed the men. It, well, it was set against the backdrop of the 2008 financial right. crisis when Wall Street was, you know, ripping everybody off, and so. Uh, it's about the Wall Street guys getting their cup up, comeuppance from these gals that worked at Scores. So it looks it's based on that story, yeah. and uh, it looks it looked good. I mean, it Constance Wu. It, uh, that was who that was. It doesn't even look like yeah, her. that's Constance Wu from Crazy Rich Asians. Betty Lily Reinhardt, you know from yeah, uh, that's who that is. Yeah, All Rizzo, right. Mercedes Rule has a job. Cardi B is in it. Um, Kiki Palmer. So it's a revenge saga. All right. So mm-hmm. that's going on. Harry Styles, this Prince Eric, it's happening, people. I really. It is. It is happening. Is he the main prince that is helps Eric? Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah. that's the main guy. He's, yeah. The I just guy. never knew his name was Eric. He's waiting. He was waiting to see if he got the Elvis thing before he committed to Little Mermaid. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> He's a backup. Yeah. <laughs> You're so right, Lori. I know. You're so right on that he one. Did, he couldn't I let that news be out until... I, right. If I'm going to get Elvis, I'm going to do that versus be a cartoon character yeah. and sing these yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney songs. Okay. Okay. So uh, let's see. What else can I tell you about in the enter- entertainment Hollywood era? Um, I will tell you this, Julia. Please tell me everything. The Manson family murder house hits the market for $2 million. The movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, comes out next week. It's got the Manson connection because the star of the movie plays this actor who lives next door to the house on Cielo Drive where Mm -hmm. the Manson murders happen. So good timing on the real estate a uh, guy, maybe it's Mauricio uh, from the agency for <laughs> Beverly Hills, but to put it on the market right now. Although, would you buy a house where such an infamous murder happened and eight people died? That was always mm-hmm. a question because down the street from. Oh, our- no, this is the La Bianca. Yeah, murder. this is. Oh, so, well, but, still, but still, two, two people, people died. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's $1.9 million, and they were killed the next night after Sharon Tate. Right. I mean, this just set Hollywood on edge. Mm-hmm. And it's in Los Feliz. It's over by Christina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's got beautiful views, but I don't know. I mean, you're, you're I don't well, know if I could. the thing. There I don't was, know that I could buy that house. There was a murder of a fa- famous attorney on, my, on the street in Highland that I grew up on. Yeah. Oh, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, Thompson Murders. Mm-hmm. And, um... And I would always walk by the house and think that's where the murder was yeah. and stuff. How could you buy it? But, you know, it's a cute house and it's on a nice block. And they, you have to disclose that. Yeah. Y- yes. That's true. You I do. wonder. Yeah. Because yeah. I bought my first house that I bought with my first husband. I remember. He found out something, but he never told me. Oh. Wait a that's mean. That a crime for divorce, was committed right? Not a crime, Did but someone somebody had life? taken their life. Oh. Yeah. And, mm. and I was crazy about this house. The minute mm. I walked I in, I wanted it. Your so, Dutch barn house. Yeah. So I think, you know. But I, I do think that's something you I need to I never felt his spirit. I never. No. But he knew about it. And, and he just decided that probably I didn't need to know about it. And he's probably right. He was probably Not right. Not telling you he was right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think it would have. 
It might have obsessed. I might have obsessed over something like that. Exa- I, I wouldn't exactly. want to know that. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Listen. Oh, we so com- the uh, Lion King parody. Yeah. They just switched a couple of letters. The parody. Yeah. The porn parody. The Loin King. The Loin oh, King. Yeah, the yes, Loin. This is a my talk dirt alert. All right, Holly. Let's let's have our dirt alert. Yes, and it is. Very dirty this okay. afternoon. We're going to start out with we the story making headlines. Soon. Yeah, and that concerns Kevin Spacey. Uh, he's making headlines today because a criminal case against him in a Nantucket, Massachusetts courtroom has been dismissed. According to legal documents obtained by TMZ, the case was dropped by the cross- prosecution, excuse me, due to the unavailability of the complaining witness. So, which means there was payoff, there was a settlement. That Kevin Spacey made. He probably had, there's, I mean, you know, is there sand in the Sahara? Yes, there is. A payoff happened. No, that's what happened. I think you're right. This reporter from that by, she wanted justice for her kid. Mm -hmm. Now, remember that uh, the man who was the alleged victim was 18 at the time. And this happened in 2006 at a bar in Nantucket, Massachusetts, where this victim claims that Kevin Spacey repeatedly groped him in a bar. This man took the Fifth Amendment earlier this month while testifying about the incident. And uh, the defense said as a result of that, we want the case dropped. And sources tell TMZ that the dismissal of this criminal case was at the behest of prosecutors. And uh, the alleged victim also dropped his civil case against Kevin Spacey. So he had a civil case for oh, it was only a couple of days. It was yeah. really weird. And right. then the civil case was dropped. But wasn't this a reporter's son? Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. she was the one who broke it. So wouldn't she, don't you think she would? She made it clear it wasn't about the money. But as Laura Dern, her character on Big Little Lies, when she was explaining to Amabella, it's not about the money. Well, it is about the money. So true. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, sometimes it just is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And he would have insurance. He's got other, there's a couple other things, uh, the investigations on him. Mm-hmm. But the Anthony Rapp, you know, the kid from Rent, yeah. that story will stick to him like glue. He right. was the one who came out. And yes. Kevin Spacey is not going to recover his acting career right okay yeah and i don't think he is i don't think he no, is no i don't either. think he is it, because on top of being a horrible man with young boys he's a horrible person to other people yeah so all I the think way around karma, all the way around karma so, shall be served right mm-hmm. yeah and you know reporting on this because notably this is one of the only big stories that is gone through the criminal justice system yeah. that came out of me too. So that's yeah. why oh, this, uh, you know, thinking it, about okay, it that way okay. where it's like, yeah, this Harvey's had all the money. He's been throwing, 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 throwing. Yeah. Engine and lawyers getting dates oh, moved. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Harvey Wine. Wyndham hotels and resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Einstein, his criminal court ca- date is in September. It's scheduled for that I know. day. It's I, scheduled. It so getting moved. That, yeah, and I say that schedule because I don't know whether or not we're actually going to see a trial concerning Harvey Weinstein. And actual strategies to keep firing your lawyers. If you have enough, you can fire so that you can get a stay. Start over. Start over. It's crazy. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, This is kind of a sad story, and we've talked about it a couple of times on the Dirt Alert. This concerning Hayden Panettiere's daughter. So we've been talking about her in the news. Allegedly, she and her boyfriend uh, got into a physical altercation her new boyfriend uh, has been ordered to stay 100 yards away from her. Now her family reporting through People magazine is saying that her daughter has been living in the Ukraine with her ex, the child's father, Vladimir. So they're saying this Hayden's family using People magazine Whoa. as a go-between. Well, Hayden, okay, so we, first of all, she suffered from postpartum, like, Unbelievable, right? And she was open about. And she was that. open about it. And was she in Nashville at the time? Yeah, and yeah. she was her character on Nashville was suffering at the exact same time. And then she took time off, and then they took like a year and a half off, and then they came back, and then it was canceled at the end of that last season. But with that postpartum, I think Vladimir or whatever the guy's name is, mm-hmm. the big wrestler guy, was having more custody, obviously, of the child, you know, to take care of him. And then they split. Yeah. Right. And then she yeah. hasn't been, she doesn't have anything on her acting page coming up in the future. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And it seems like addiction is an issue, too, mm-hmm. because um, she's with this crazy guy and and he's a horrible guy. Yeah. yeah. Brian Hickerson is currently facing a felony domestic violence charge against her, but... Yep. He has other charges. Yep, and he also has that restraining order. There was allegedly a fight between Brian Hickerson last year and his father in North or South Carolina. That was something else that happened. This and guy's just a bad dude. Totally a bad dude. And it seems like her family is trying to reach her via stories in People Magazine. Mm. I kind of feel like if she doesn't get help now, she's going to go kind of Heather Lackley away. I hope not. I, I hope know. Not. Isn't that sad? No, but this has been going on for quite a while. It makes me sad. She's yeah. so young. She is so well, young. There's help. He's yeah, there in. is. There yes. is hope. There's hope. There's That's hope. right. There definitely, definitely is. Uh, let's talk about Time Magazine's most influential people on the internet. Sadly, none of us made this we list. We didn't? No, we did not. I've submitted the letter. I have to letter. say, this listicle impressed me because it didn't include the Kardashians. They really included a very interesting social mix. People. So, more yes. social people who are good on Insta, though, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the names appearing on this list, Lil Nas X, of course, with Old Town Road, uh, breaking through this year, the K-pop band BTS, Ariana Grande, Cardi B, and, oh, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, Meghan and Harry. Mm-hmm. And the student climate strikers and right? the Hong Kong protesters. Right. They kind of had an interesting, but it's, I don't know, they just, I think they've only been doing this list like for the last five or six years, but basically... 
I mean, Harry and Meghan are so good. Kensington Palace yes, is taking are. a page out of they their are. Insta page. They're very good on social media. And I think that Meghan is doing I do too. the Instagramming herself. I do too. Based on the emoji use, based on the language, it seems that an American yeah. is writing. And she had good experience from the TIG and right. she did a lot of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Julia is showing me a picture of Beyonce in her new music video that just debuted Spirit. for the Lion King. Like that spirit. Song? I like it. I like yeah. it for the movie. It's, it's, it, it's moving in this dress. I love this I'm obsessed video. with this. Oops. Uh, oh, oh. I, <laughs> oh, there it is. I think that that dress is a Norma Kamali. That's who I was uh, thinking yes. it was. You know what? I totally because she did all the jersey stuff. Jersey stretch and the dress that we're talking about because she changes so many times in 11. this video. It's it's the um, chartreuse color one. Yeah, and it's got the sleeves connected to the hips, mm-hmm. but you can still use your hands. And I thought th- this is a great disguising, minimizing, m- which is what Norma Kamali was always really like her one yeah. piece bathing suits. I yeah. wanted one I, of those same, when they came out because they were, they were sexy. They were sexy, and, and she minimizing. uses jersey in yes. such a beautiful way. I would have this be a different neckline, like, but. Because the boat neck doesn't work on Lori and I because we had our silhouette analysis. Is not, <laughs> and we know that. That doesn't work for We're you. We're too broad yeah. in the shoulder. Lori probably isn't anymore because you've lost so much girth. You know, your shoulders say your shoulders. I, I don't know, think but yours they... don't feel like they have any roundness anymore. Oh, She's just bony. There's your silhouette analysis for the day, right. Lori, but from this, Julia. But I think people should look at this dress. I think... Yeah, it's, it's up cool. on our website, mytalk1071.com. Yeah, this was the one with the music video where Beyonce was filming in the Grand Canyon. They flipped that around real quickly in the yeah, editing room. Did. So go check it out. Beyonce's album, Inspired by the Lion King, is out this Friday as well as the movie. So go check it out and go buy a Norma Kamali dress. All right. Thank you, well, Holly. Julia's going to Google that dress right now and No, find I'm, out. I'm posting it on Instagram and saying, who's going to design this? And then there was a scandal. Vintage. Scandal. It was quite the scandal. Well, this well, scandal there, is scandal adjacent, and that is scandal adjacent. Scandal That's a first. <laughs> That's our new segment. Yeah, scandal, adjacent. scandal adjacent, or we're show adjacent to the well, one before ours. It was, it, you know, with all of the stories that we have been consuming and reading on the 20th anniversary of John F. Kennedy Jr.'s. Di- Plane just, you know, yeah. crashing, dying, his wife, his wife's sister, that whole tragedy. One of the things that is not really talked about is the other passenger who was Lauren Bassett. Because the focus is, of course, on John F. Kennedy Jr., who was born when his father was in office. I mean, he's literally famous his, his whole entire, entire life. life. Right. And Carolyn Bassett, I mean, her fame was being married to the sexiest man alive. And then the tabloid stuff that was about her just trying to make the drama. And yep. you know, she was like a Princess Diana, too, she in that totally way, hounded by the paparazzi. Mm-hmm. But who was Lauren Bassett? Who was? She was an older sister who was a twin. That's right. So basically, she was reduced to a footnote in yep. this national tragedy of losing them and town and country did a really great story about who she was and um one colleague told uh of 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 lauren Bassett said she may have been more successful 
than John or Carolyn was it? Because Carolyn was a very successful Calvin Klein, a publicist. She yep. had a real knack. Of course, George, you know, he might have or John might have gone into politics after running George wait, wait. the magazine. But uh, Lauren Bissett, who was she? Um, well, the first thing they found after that plane went down, and President Clinton. Uh, wanted the the Coast Guard to keep looking, yeah, they even went. though they knew he, they wouldn't find them alive. He mm-hmm. said it's important to this country who he is. We you have to find uh, the plane, their bodies. Right. For they the knew, family. and it wasn't like in a huge ocean. They knew the they flight knew the, pattern the, the and all of pattern that pattern and where it was. So her Lauren Bassett's recovered business card was the first indication that the plane had gone down in the Atlantic. So they saw it floating on top. Yeah, and uh, uh, this friend of hers that that uh, he worked with her in Hong Kong when she was uh, in Hong Kong with Morgan Stanley, he gave her that bag. He said, I put an old Morgan Stanley business card in a beautiful black font, and I saw it on television. I just went numb because I knew wow. I had given that to her and put it on her garment bag because mm-hmm. she didn't have one all those years ago. Right. And so she was 34 years old Mm -hmm. when she died. She was on the fast track at Morgan Stanley. She had an Ivy League MBA. Mm -hmm. She was fluent in Mandarin and she had a sophisticated uh, group of friends and um, people that worked with her during the four years she spent at Morgan Stanley's Hong Kong office in the mid 90s. They she would just walk into a room and people would think, oh, somebody brought their assistant. And then she would get up and present the IPO pitch in Mandarin. And people were like, what? They'd never seen anything like this because this is early 90s. And she's young. Yeah, before and in... Mid-20s. Yeah, before more, you know, not that many people were taking it. Mm -hmm. Um, She she was um, raised in Greenwich, Connecticut, and she and... Her twin, Lisa, who's the only surviving Bassett sister, were 14 months older than Carolyn. So you could see how that they were close. Oh, yeah, the three you know, The three girls. And um, so she got her MBA at Wharton, Wharton School, and mm-hmm. then she graduated in 91. She went to China to learn how to be fluent in Mandarin. And then in 94, she moved there to work for four years. And she was a very popular person on the expat scene in Hong Kong. Like mm-hmm. everyone knew her. She's a sophisticated New York City girl. She's pretty. She had pretty. She was time for everybody. She had a huge heart. She was always discovering. And because, you know, I, I think the expat community now, of course, people are a little bit older, but it's similar to like when you live in another country on a military base. It yeah, kind of becomes, small. it becomes your own community because that's yeah, like sure. a tiny little town yeah. within this town because you're, you don't, you're, you're a really minority in, in a sea sure, of yeah, people yeah, 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 and yeah. all of that. So anyway, she, um, it's a long way from home and it feels like home. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And in, in 1992, Hong Kong was still a bustling financial capital, still five years away from its transfer to Chinese oversight after a century and a half of British rule. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine it was fun, fun, fun. And it was highly unusual for an American to be fluent in Mandarin. Oh, right. And um, so anyway, uh, she, in early 98... She transferred to the Manhattan office and she paid a million dollars for a loft 
on White Street and Tribeca, just a few blocks from Caroline and John's. And she became a closer part of her sister's life because yep. they were right there meeting her for weekend brunch and all the time. They were always together, always together. They loved fashion. Several of their friends believed that Lauren and Carolyn would have somehow gotten into some kind of fashion venture. Yeah, okay. And um, Lauren loved um, her Prada. This was back when Prada was the coolest thing ever in the late 90s. And um, she kept a very low profile, though. Like, she enjoyed a degree of freedom and, of course, anonymity because people didn't know who she was. And even when her sister Carolyn was engaged to John, she never wanted to talk about it. Right. Very, very low key. But at the time of her death, she was rumored to be dating John's first cousin, Bobby Shriver. Right. Mm. Did you guys know that? I didn't. Yes, I learned that last night. I learned it just last night in in the documentary. Yeah. So at the age of 32, she was promoted to vice president. And then when she in in Hong Kong and then when she moved back to New York, she was named a principal at Morgan Stanley at 33 years old. So, um, and she, people think like, oh, she could have been like a CEO here or she would have been moved because she was so good. But then July 1999, Caroline and John offer a ride on John's plane. She was going to Martha's Vineyard anyway. So she said, oh yeah, I'll join your, your little flight. And they would drop her off. And after her workday ended at 6 p.m., she walked over to meet John at the George Magazine headquarters. And then they rode in his convertible to the Essex County Airport where Caroline met them. And at 8.35, John's Piper Saratoga took off. It never landed. And a five-day search. And yes, it was her piece of luggage. Mm with her name that gave them indication. And Caroline and Lauren's mother, father, and stepfather released one statement to the press about John and Caroline being soulmates. We hope to honor them in death in the simple manner in which they chose to live their lives. We take solace in the thought that together they will comfort Lauren for eternity. Because remember, they buried all their ashes out at sea. Now that... What about the remaining twin, Lisa? Well, Lisa is very quiet. She is um, the only, you know, sister left. She does not, the tragedy drove her into a life off the grid. Even after settling in Ann Arbor, she kept her circle of friends very small. She has no social media accounts. And even finding recent pictures of her are impossible to find. Mm -hmm. She works part-time at the university there. And uh, very... She had a really hard time when they passed away. She was strong for her mother and her father and her stepfather because apparently he'd been in the family for a long time. They got divorced when they were not public in any single way. And although Lisa and her parents and stepfather attended that service at sea, the Kennedy-Bissett relationship descended into acrimony. After that, uh, the family, they settled in 2001 they, uh, so this was 1999, nine, so they, they settled in 2001. A wrongful death claim for $15 million. Against whom? The Kennedys. The, the Kennedy, the okay. and so it would be, be paid from John's estate, which was left to Caroline. It was left to the kids, yeah. To Caroline. Oh, okay. It was left to her. To oh, okay. he, There might have been things, but I the bulk so, of okay. his estate was Caroline. The exact details of what that, and of course $15 million, you'd rather have your 
two daughters yeah. back well, and that money. And, uh, and after that, the surviving family made a conscious decision to disappear. Lisa's stepfather told the Post, we never cooperate with the media. No interviews, no questions. That will always be our position. And um, Lisa was very close to both of her sisters. She looks like Carolyn. She does. With She's dark the hair. twin of Lauren. No, she has blonde hair. Lauren. Oh, Lisa. Lisa had blonde hair. Lauren, the one that passed in the plane with Carolyn. Yeah. They look alike. I've got an old picture. I'm looking at Lisa, Carolyn, and Lauren. Yeah. The family of uh, Carolyn was never comfortable with the marriage. Like I told you, you told earlier, me. the mom mm-hmm. at the wedding, the night before at the groom's dinner, gave a toast essentially that she didn't think this was. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The right marriage for their daughter. Uh, and this is in the book, um, you know, yep. the Prince, American Prince, the new one. And then, of course, their worst fears were realized. That would just, that... When that happened, right? Did others, besides her mom, were there others that thought this isn't a really good match? Well, they had a, a, um, you know, even when he, when they first met, do you know that um, JFK, he went back and forth with Daryl Hannah from 1980 to August 1994. So he met Caroline, and there was like an overlap. And it was during one of those on again, off again breaks. And Carolyn is like, mom said, maybe you should just, you know, be done with him because I heard something else too. They did. But the Daryl Hannah, JFK Jr. thing is that Daryl Hannah made him leave his mom's funeral. Do you remember that? Reading about that? Maybe that was the thing. And now Daryl Hannah is married to Neil Uh, Young. Neil Young, yeah. Yeah, I know. Anyway. He he just, he went off the radar one time when he was dating Caroline, and then she saw him at a movie yeah. premiere with Daryl Hannah. So that moms never like it if somebody is toying with their kids' affection. Right. So that's Absolutely. perfectly. Anyway, I just thought like be be good to kind of know who were the other yeah, who were the other who were the other people mm-hmm. and what happened. Yeah. And well, I was curious. I was already yeah. All right, listen. We'll be back. We've got some other stories we forgot to get to. I want you out of my bedroom tonight There's no way I can save you Cause I need to be safe too I'm no good at goodbyes We're both acting insane But you're stopping to change Now I'm drinking again Hate proof in my veins And my fingers are stained Looking over the ash Don't quit me Thanks for hanging out with us, uh, Post Malone, coming to town in September. Friday morning. That's right. Um, by the way, last night when you were watching, or whenever you watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills uh-huh. reunion, did you like how Nicola Sheridan was being brought up? 
What do the heck's we want that all to about? see? Well, because do you think they would to, have her be a housewife? It would be so oh, great. Now it would that make her would be amazing. That would be an amazing casting because we need someone. She had a quickie marriage to Aaron, Denise Richards' husband. I don't know that Denise would ever let that happen, do you think? She's very chill and relaxed. I do like that, Denise Richards. I do, too. And also, uh, Lisa Rinna. Oh, yeah. You know, she basically, once again, came right out and said, Nicolette, Harry was filming. Nicolette went to a Michael Bolton concert at the Hollywood Bowl. And never came home. home. She screwed him that night. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And then people were yelling at Lisa Rinna. Well, what about your husband and Julianne Phillips? You know? Oh, for crying out Well, loud. you know, that was... That was... Uh, Didn't Bruce... Harry was that, who? Was that post-Bruce Springsteen? No. Um, it was before Bruce? No, just did uh, Julianne Phillips... I don't know. They, they, there was a rumor that those two had some kind of a liaison while he, during his marriage to Lisa Rinna, somehow during the marriage. Oh, okay. Yeah, that they had some kind of a little cheating thing. But anyway, I would kind of love it if Nicola Sheridan would do that, but I doubt that she would. They need some Jews. She hate, hated Aaron Cyphers, you know, her 11-month marriage, who's now... And I'm worried for Denise that oh, that yeah. guy's a scammer because he's got the healing professional yeah, and yet he screws women, you know, people in his office and all of that. You needed a flow chart when they yeah. were talking about Nicolette last night. He day. looks a little shady to me. Doesn't he? No, oh, yeah. yeah. That's right away, right? First time I saw him. I don't like his I, look. I, here's the deal, though, <laughs> is that... Yes? I hope she had a prenup. I hope so too, because she didn't have a prenup with Charlie, Charlie. and she gets she well, could she have, didn't need one. <laughs> no, but she could. Have, I I wish she would have gotten more money from Charlie because she, she might have helped be, him. I, she could have helped him. Yeah, but, but, but she, she does see, get fifty five thousand dollars a month in child. She support. lowered it, maybe to thirty five. Yeah. Uh, but that's still, a lot of money. Yeah, I bet he wasn't for that. You know what I mean? I, I I I would almost love it if they fired Lisa Rinna and brought in Nicola Sheridan instead of the get healer, rid of Lisa Rinna. I like her too much. Lisa Rinna, I she, do like her too much. But she didn't add anything this year. All she did was stir the pot. Well, you need someone to do that, Lori. Otherwise, it'd be too boring. I know, but not when you're stir- stirring it with and throwing in the same potato. <laughs> Is that what you do when you stir pots? You keep putting in the you, you know, take the, out the potato and then you stone put soup. I know. Stone soup. Yeah. Oh my god, what book was stone soup and misses everything? Yeah. Was it? Yes. Yeah. The famous uh, oh. Is Jennifer on tomorrow? Jennifer Werner is yep. on tomorrow. How do you say her name? Wiener or Weiner? It's Wer- probably Wiener, but we'll I thought check. it was Werner. No, W-E-I-N-E-R. I know, but I feel like she pronounces it. You know how Weiner. people have Bone Lakes, you know, Boner Lake, and they call it Banar. Benay. Oh, well, Benay. well, we'll find out. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I think it's... That, that's a great book, though, Mrs. Everything. I know it. I was telling... Some... I started the Plaza last night. Oh, is that the story about the Plaza Hotel uh-huh. in New York? Is uh-huh. it, it going to be dry and dusty? Well, by the time seem... I figured out how to do the audio drop... Mm-hmm. It was very late. Because I really loved our book about the uh, Chateau. Chateau Marmont. That was you so, did. That was so This fun is written book. by a woman. Um, right? I think it's going to be good. Yeah. I remember the first time I went to New York, and I was like, I have to go to the Plaza We went there instantly. You, you and have I, to. I if you, the first time you go to New York, you're like, I got to go you see gotta it. You got to just walk around. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I don't even know. Now it's like condos and I think I know the it. palm bar is still open. They though. still do that, have that open. But it was like, oh, where's Eloise? You know? Because isn't didn't she wasn't she the little girl who lived at the Plaza Hotel? Yes, Lori. All right, was. so um I made Casey answer the two questions that we kind of did like something for I don't know, something for work today that you were kind enough to tell me I needed to do today. Oh, yeah. A video confession or yeah. something. And so I asked Casey two of my questions, which favorite album of all time and favorite book of all time. And he said, I'm not going to answer that. That's too hard. It changes. You it, know? See, that's what well, I think. Yeah, Everything changes by decades. Like I would say like when I was in, you know, younger, I would have said, I mean, Valley of the Dolls and Catcher in the Rye and Kill a Mockingbird and Charlotte's Web were my, th- you know, right, favorite Charlotte's books. Web was- but I said, okay, you have to answer the question. Okay, so what do you say? <laughs> so for the book. Was it Led Zeppelin 2 for him? Led Zeppelin 2 was I know the album. Be- the one, one with a whole lot of love. Yep, I know, because I still. That was I, a good choice. Yeah, yep, that's what I thought that's it would the be. Album. And what the heck? I feel like the book would have been Godfather or something like that. The movie for him would be Godfather. Godfather for sure. But the book would have been a... Um, I can't remember what Come it, on. I can't... I said for Was me, it Lee Childs or one of those kind of books? No. What did he tell me? Maybe he oh, didn't... I, was it the... Oh, no. I made him answer... Um, uh, would you give up um, donuts for a year or, or sex. sex for a year? And he just looked at me and he said, donuts? Yeah. Yeah. Well, duh. Duh. <laughs> my album was, uh, despite my having my Blondie t-shirt on today. I think your album is going to be Madonna. Immaculate Conception. Yeah. That was one of ours. It had it all. It had it all. 15 yep. great songs plus Justify My Love. Yep. It had everything we love from 1983 loved, to 1990 remastered. I love that. That's what Taylor Swift should do. Remaster. Some kind of remaster 15 of her greatest songs from those She'd albums. Be, maybe wait five years. She could do it right she now. Could. You're right. I mean, she, she could. could do it for Christmas. She after could. After the Lover album comes out. Anyway, that's our advice for her. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. What was my? What would you say was your favorite TV show? Because that's one of my.